Welcome to the Holistic Career Change Podcast, one-stop shop for everyone feeling stuck in their career and who are looking to identify, change, and succeed at their new fulfilling work. I'm your host, Vilma Oseita. Let's go. Hi, lovers. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. It's been busy times. <laughs> I feel like I'm sensing that incoming spring energy, and I'm so here for it. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> What I have for you today is a theme I've been noticing lately in my practice. And as you know, whenever I see something repeatedly coming up uh, in my work with my clients, I will usually analyze it, I'll package it up, and I'll bring it to you here in the hope that it may serve you as well. And so the theme that I mentioned of is all about choosing one career path to commit to when you have many ideas, wishes, interests, aspirations, and dreams, and you are really struggling to choose one. Maybe you're relating to this. I don't know if you are. This one is for you. (laughs) What I've noticed with quite a few career changers who embark on the process of finding their authentic career path is that they will come into, say, the first sessions with me and they will list all the things that they've wanted to do or what they've considered before as viable career options. And not only do they bring this list of unfulfilled wishes and aspirations, they also bring this deep sense of urgency to fulfill them all at the same time and they want to succeed now. (laughs) Is that familiar at all? (laughs) Basically, it's almost like they have this conviction that they've already wasted so much time leading this below-par life. They feel like they've been postponing their dreams and betraying their truth. So once they finally decide to say yes to themselves, they are extremely overwhelmed with all of the things they believe that they have to start working on. And it becomes sort of like this twisted overcompensation mechanism. They think they need to catch up. And even if I ask them, you know, specifically, what is it that they need to catch up with? Or who are they chasing that they feel like they're behind? um, They can't really answer you. They can't give you specific answers. But they do have this impatience and anxiety and overwhelm thinking they need to do it all. And they will usually come in and share how they've always, um, for instance, dreamt of working for themselves and how they really want to control their schedule and how they're interested, say, in business. I'm making this up, by the way. This is not a real client case, uh, but this is very much so how it usually goes. Um, You know, they will also say that they're very much into music and that they've been singing in an amateur band, for instance, and also... They're saying that they've always been into creative writing and they have this passion for writing and they want to pursue that as well. And they're also uh, recently fascinated by eco-farming and they wonder if they should just start their own farm and like buy some land. And also they say that they have this need to help people. So they wonder if they should also volunteer or look for a job in nonprofit because they don't want to be, you know, part of say corporate environment anymore. So this is just an example, but this is a multitude of interests that sometimes people will come in, right? Wanting to choose one or thinking that they need to do it all, right? Because they need to catch up. 
Um, and by the way, it's very common for one person to have all of these ideas for the future. Nothing has gone wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having so many passions and talents. If anything, I actually do find myself working with more and more people who are multifaceted like that for a reason, who are creating these new paradigms and even industries. However, what is not okay is using this uh, multidimensional, multi-potentialite nature against themselves and beating themselves up when they haven't figured it out yet Uh, when they haven't got exact clarity of what the next step is, getting impatient, anxious, and desperate, frankly, right? Um, The problem is that they are starting to feel overwhelmed very quickly. And the whole quest for that clarity gets super murky and convoluted. And overwhelm, as you know, does not lead to action. It leads to procrastination, avoidance behaviors, distraction, wanting to constantly be distracted, which then just continues to perpetuate that state of stuckness and helplessness even more. And that is not the space from which you want to be making long-term decisions regarding your future. Actually, it's near impossible to make a healthy decision or commit to or a decision or career path long-term when we are in that space. So when people are in that confusing, overwhelming space, they will either stall and spin, trying to weigh their options, or they maybe they'll outsource their decision-making to others, asking people around, like, hey, what do you think I should do? <laughs> or there will be those who believe that if something is not working they should just try to do it harder. (laughs) Do it more and do it harder. That is, they think that if they haven't succeeded is because they're not working hard enough. And they should do more, add more to the plate, try to set up a business and buy the land for the farm and start writing and organize more gigs for the band all at the same time. They have so many plates spinning at the same time that some of them will inevitably start falling down. And when they do, they will make it mean something about their capability, value. They will make it mean something about the quality of the future. So depending on your belief system and your default neural pathways, you know, you will then make it mean that you're never going to be able to live a fulfilled life or that perhaps a life of purpose is only available for the selected few, or that you always mess it up, or that you know, you're not worthy of this beautiful life, and so on and so forth. Really, we all have those thoughts, right? And this is, by the way, not me dissing hard work. I'm a big believer in devoted, intentional practices and work. But what you won't find me advocating for is hustle. <laughs> Hustle at the price of self-care, at the price of your health, at the price of deep healing connections. Mm -mm. I'm personally not available for that. And I left all of that toxic masculine relationship with work when I left the corporate. (laughs) Thank you. No. (laughs) 
So this is all to say that while these career changers have the best of intentions, the most beautiful interests and dreams of making an impact in the way that would matter, they often trip in the execution of it. In the implementation of it, that is realistic, that is respectful to themselves, first and foremost, right? And on top of that, they are also extremely afraid to make the wrong choice. The wrong is (laughs) quote-unquote. I must have spoken about this before because that's a very common fear many career shifters will be faced with, that paralyzing fear to take the wrong step to make mistakes again. They almost feel like, (laughs) I want to laugh, they almost feel like they ran out of lives. You know, like in video games, when you've gifted a certain amount of lives before the game is over. So I feel like many career changers think they're on their last one. (laughs) And you know, you know what I'll say? It's not true. It's massive thought error. It's a limiting belief. And yet they're convinced they cannot take the wrong step anymore. They're just not giving themselves that opportunity and they're framing it in a very black or white dramatic way. But there is no such thing as a wrong career choice, especially if you decide to do this process differently this time around. If you get to know yourself, if you follow what sparkles, (laughs) if you ask yourself what legacy, what impact you want to leave behind. If you get to know your value system, you just can't go wrong. You literally can't because when you make a decision regarding your next step from that place, even if the next step won't be your life's work, it will already be a step towards the right direction. And that's a huge achievement. It will feel right for you. There will be this sense of relief, a sense of I'm on the right track. The second you fix your compass, (laughs) that might have been broken for a while. Perhaps it had its pose reversed. But you finding the right direction will already feel like you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So then the question is, how can you make it happen, right? How do you make sure you start seeing tangible results in your new career, earning the money, finding fulfillment without having to discard all of the wishes and ideas and interests you've guarded in your heart for so many years? How do you say yes to your self-expression? without overwhelming yourself? That's the question. And here's my answer. (laughs) I invite you to view your career design process in the way you'd plan to build a house from the ground up by starting with solid foundations. That is, if you are considering a new career path, remember this one rule. Less is more. The way to clarity, to structure, to safety is by exercising constraint. Okay, it's not revolutionary, but oh Lord, wouldn't you be surprised how often we forget this truth? Especially again, when we come from that space of urgency, our judgment is impaired. We overestimate our ability to get it all done. We just do. We take on a lot and then we eventually, often, not always, but often crash and burn and then simply drop all of our attempts, going back to, again, those default neural pathways and default belief systems saying, I told you, you know, just life doesn't love me. Like, this always happens to me. It's not true. It doesn't have to be your truth. 
So what does exercising constraint look like in practical terms? So in order to build that strong foundation, in order to create safety for yourself, and by safety, by the way, I mean mental, emotional, and financial safety, we're looking at all of this holistically, you would need to start by choosing one path, one aspect you're already drawn to and pretty certain upon. That is, as opposed to trying to make it all happen at the same time, focus all of your efforts and resources on one opportunity that gives you the least amount of question marks, so to speak. So if we were to continue with that example that I shared earlier about someone having so many different interests, if that individual, for instance, came for support to me, we would probably start with first and foremost, building their blueprint and really getting clear on their key needs, wants, ideal working environment, on the cycles of the energy, to be able to choose that first foundational path for them. Um, And usually we will start with something that has already been a theme in their lives for a long time. So in that example that I've given, someone has already told us, listen, I really need to work for myself. Just working for someone else doesn't work. I feel constricted. I'm uninspired. I need to build my own business, right? So we already know that, right? Um, And they also maybe mentioned that they're interested in... um, or have appreciation for, say, fashion, and maybe they have contacts in fashion industry. And if their blueprint, after we have completed, also shows that they have amazing organizational skills and they love managing, overseeing processes, uh, along with you know a few other key factors pointing towards owning a business, right? I would then encourage them to start with that one direction. That is, crystallize what type of business it would be. And throughout the process, by the way, as we're crystallizing the details, we never lose sight of the blueprint because the goal here is not to create just an any business or just a cash cow, right? The goal is to choose a business that will be in the highest alignment for them. So we set the structure, we talk about the timeline, the milestones of establishing that business. And while we do it, we beautifully pause on introducing any other activity or interest until they feel more secure and certain about this new business that is being born. That makes sense. And if you, by the way, if you don't know how to get clear on your blueprint, there's the whole body of work in, uh, I think the first 10 episodes of this podcast, go back to them, complete your exercises, and you'll get quite a few answers. um, Once you start connecting those different data points. If you want more personalized support, you can always reach out to me. I can support you with this. But the main message I have here, just know that support is available for you. Don't let that very common thought, I don't even know where to start, derail you from getting your answers. Trust me, you can get to your answers much quicker than you think. (laughs) So the key here is that we make sure that foundation is solid. And even before we start mapping out the how, the strategy will first get really clear on the why. Why do they feel aligned with that business idea? Why is it important for them to execute on it? Because without the why, again, it's going to be very hard to sustain that devotion, dedication, commitment to that business. And when I say solid foundation, Say what I would mean in this example is 
your business is set up, you're clear on what product service you're providing, you're clear on your pricing structure, you know your main processes of how your product or service will be delivered, and you have proof of concept, meaning you are generating income from those business activities. That is solid, right? And then, and only then, we start adding the additional floors on your figurative foundation on that bedrock of your career house. So at this point, you will have more confidence about yourself. You will feel more grounded because you have one pursuit that is quote-unquote successful in its own right. Then you can go back to your list of wishes and ask yourself, knowing what you know now, knowing what you learned about yourself throughout the process of building that foundation, of building that business, also looking at your blueprint, um, what would be the next step that would make sense adding on top of your business? You know, perhaps you could revisit from that example, um, eco farming, right? Or perhaps you'll find those points of synergy between your current business and say writing, and it will make sense for you to introduce more creative writing and you will see how they both work together beautifully, right? That's when we add in, that's when we allow all these different aspects of us dance together in a beautiful way. And trust me, things will then start naturally unfolding and flowing for you. You will feel, you will know when it's time to infuse something new. It's this this very interesting, calm inner knowing. And on top of that, my favorite, it will also be fun and creative and it will be so much less stressful because again, you have that strong foundation of one pursuit that is already working for you. You won't be putting so much pressure on yourself and on this new business to deliver financial security. You'll be more open, more experimental, and it's such a good place to be. (laughs) So if you are at this beginning stage of this wild journey of changing careers and you like to start working on that career foundation, I can share with you a few questions to start with. Again, go back to my older episodes. I share much more, but this is kind of just a starting point, right? (laughs) An appetizer, if you will. (laughs) So these are some questions that I like to ask you and I like you to ponder upon and perhaps write your answers down. What are the recurring themes or dreams that you've had in terms of a profession or lifestyle since you were a kid? Is there something that's been recurring for you that perhaps you completely shut off because you didn't think you can make a career out of it? Right. That's one question. Another question that you can think about is what do you currently find endlessly fascinating and interesting? What do you find yourself reading, researching about without, again, looking at it as something that could turn into a career or it's one aspect of a potential career? What do you like reading about? What is catching your interest right now, right? Um, Another one, which is an interesting one, but it would be very interesting to do a little quick audit of your social media accounts. Is there a theme in who you follow on social media currently, right? Even if you follow like, you know, cats of Instagram, (laughs) 
That's also a theme, you guys. That is also telling us something. But perhaps you find that you follow, you know, people who talk about psychology or self development. Perhaps you're following, you know, all the healers who talk about energy. Is there a theme? Like, who do you mostly follow? Right. The algorithm will show you really quickly because you'll be getting ads on this, right? With similar accounts. Because sometimes my clients will say, "Well, it's a sign. I got an ad in it." I'm like, "Oh." I mean, it could be a sign, but also algorithm is really powerful, <laughs> right? So notice there, is there a theme for you? Another question, what have you overcome in your life or you are in the middle of overcoming right now that you could help others with or support them with? It could be physical illness. It can be just a challenge, an obstacle in, in your circumstances. It could really be anything, And as you have answered um, to these questions, all four of them, I want you to read your answers and see if there's any recurring theme within your answers to all four questions. Are there any intersections between all four of them? If there are, you're definitely onto something here. That could be a sign pointing you towards that first foundational step. Again, This work, this work of building foundations is not revolutionary, nor is it sexy. Trust me, I get it. It, You know, if you're similar to me, I'm impatient. I want results yesterday, right? Like (laughs) I, I truly also rebelled against building foundations, even in my own practice. And then when I started doing that, when I refocused my attention it made it so much easier, so much more fun, so much more relaxing. It opened up my creativity. It's such a game changer. I promise. It really, really is. Setting foundations rarely is attractive. And it's such a sustainable, respectful way to honor a new career path that is asking to be born through you. With that dedicated time and space to develop one idea fully before you add in another one. I'm not asking you to drop any of your unique one-of-a-kind dreams and desires. Not at all. I will never ask you to do that. What I'm offering you here is a strategic, sustainable, holistic way of building a new long-term sustainable career that feels expansive and fun and financially rewarding. That's what I'm offering you here. I want you to have the cake and eat it, but do it in a smart way. Set yourself up for success. (laughs) Wishing you a wonderful week ahead. Bye. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you'd like to take this work further, make sure you head over to the show notes and click on the scheduling link to book your consultation call. Can't wait to meet you.